Lectio Divina is a contemplative reading of the scriptures intended to help us grow deeper in relationship with God in the way that God is revealing God's own self through the scriptures. One of the ways we read the scriptures is by joining in this practice that has been stewarded by the monastic tradition since the third century. Lectio Divina historically has four parts or movements as we make our way through a passage of scripture. Lectio, Meditatio, Oratio, Contemplatio, or in English, reading, reflecting, responding, and receiving. To these four traditional movements, we add a space to get ready on the front side and some time to review on the back side. For more resources and an overview of Lectio Divina, please visit us on our website at theabbeycolumbus.church. Before we begin, just a reminder that you can pause at any point if you need more time during this exercise. So we begin at Invocatio, where the goal is to create a conversational space where we can become attentive to the text and to the presence and voice of God, and then free to respond and ultimately receive whatever gift he's offering us. So let's make sure that you're in a physical space with minimal distractions. Once you're in that place, take a moment to be quiet and notice any thoughts or concerns that come to your mind that could be potentially distracting to you. Then ask Jesus to hold these until a more opportune time in the future. Take a few moments, identify those distractions, and give them to Jesus. Now with Revelation 3.20 in mind, imagine Jesus standing at the door and he's knocking. He says, if you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and sit down with you. So let's use our imagination and open the door to your space. And then in your own words, invite him into this time and space. In fact, invite him into your life and into your world. Let him know how much you're looking forward to this time together. Let's do that right now. So now that we've become more present to him, tell him what you're hoping to get from this time together. You can use your own words, or you can pray this prayer with me. Lord, teach me your ways 
and draw me into deeper union with you. Give me a heart that says yes to your invitation so that I can be better formed into your likeness and freed to partner with you in your mission. We're now at Lexio, where we're ready to read and to listen. You know, as you listen, just make a mental note of what seems to be capturing your attention. Could be something that just seems interesting or might seem important to you. Maybe something that affirms you or, on the other hand, provokes you. It could be staring you emotionally. Pay attention to these kinds of things. This is likely where God is speaking to you personally. So today, I'm reading Mark chapter 4, verse 26 through 29. I'm reading in the New Revised Standard Version. He also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle because the harvest has come. I want to orient us towards a particular theme that I see in this text. I wanted to point out that this passage is actually the second of three parables on the kingdom of God in Mark chapter 4. And together these parables highlight, as I see it, three elements of our encounter with the word and works of God. One is the role that we play in cultivating a fertile environment in which the word and work of God can thrive in and through our lives. And this is especially evident in the first parable about the seed in the soil. A second element is the unexpected and extraordinary life-giving power of the words and works of God, aside from and beyond anything that we do or would even imagine doing. In each parable, this can be seen in the surprising abundance of growth and harvest. In our passage, we're only told that the farmer sows the seed. Beyond that, he simply watches in amazement. Whether he is asleep or awake, the seed keeps growing and maturing. And as to how things are growing, the text says he does not know. It seems to the farmer that, quote, the earth produces of itself. To him, power of the seed is a mystery and a gift. A third element is that the word and work of God is often hidden and slow in bearing the intended fruit, comes forth in its own time. In due season, it arrives while we're waiting. Our text tells us that, quote, he would sleep and rise night and day. The sense to me is that day after day, after day, after day, the farmer looks out, and though it's changing, 
It just isn't ready. There's nothing she can do and nothing yet to harvest. When it's ready, it's ready. Only then does he have anything to show for his effort. Only then does she reap the fruit of God's labor. So this brings us to meditatio, where we reflect on the meaning of the text, and more particularly, the implications for our own life. We are listening for God's specific invitation to us. Now, this is always followed by oratio, which is when we pray. We respond from the heart to what we've heard, to what has been revealed, to what we think God wants for us. Now, today, we're going to do this a little different. We are going to do meditatio and then respond with oratio, and we're going to do it twice, each time from a different angle. So let me read the text once again from Mark chapter 4, verse 26 through 29. He also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. So for our first round of meditation and prayer, here's what I'd like you to do. Ask the Lord to bring to memory something or someone good that he brought into your life that was unexpected. Something you really can't take credit for. It was, so to speak, dropped in your lap. And yet, it's made a real difference in your life. Once you have that thing, then in prayer, I want you to thank God for his secret and mysterious work. And if it applies, after that, I'd like you to pray blessings on the person who was instrumental in what happened. Let's do that now. Now I want us to take the second round of meditatio and oratio, and I want us to do something very different. What is something that you're still waiting for? Something that maybe you've prayed for and worked for, but is yet to come to fruition. Maybe this thing is creating doubt, or anxiety, frustration, or worry. 
I don't know, maybe it leads you to overwork or causes your life to get out of balance. What is that? Once you've identified what that is, I'd like you to surrender it to God and tell Him in your words that you will trust His hidden, slow work because you know that He loves you and has the power to do things without any more help from you. Let's do that now. This brings us to contemplatio, which we know is just not under our control. It's something that happens to us from the Lord. I like to say the key word is receive. It's about impartation. It's about what God is giving to you, his response to your prayers. So what we can do is pay attention, is notice what is happening in us or to us. What are you seeing from this time that you've had with the Lord and with the scripture? What are you hearing? What are you feeling? What are you experiencing from and with God? How are you being stirred by the Holy Spirit. This is what God is giving to you. Let's take a few moments, pay attention, take it in. This brings us to the final moment or movement, which we call operatio. It's where we resolve to live into what has transpired in this time with God in the scripture. Today, I want to make a suggestion. Later in the week, a time that works for you, I would recommend that you take 20 minutes and just review the ways that God and others have brought good things into your life 
that were unexpected, unearned, and maybe even unasked for. It'll be a great reminder of how active God and his own initiative has been, is, and will be in your life. Well, if you have a notebook or journal, take a few minutes before you forget what's happened during this exercise and just write down what seems important to you. You might also ask yourself, is there anything here that I can share with others, with friends or my community group? Is there something here that someone else can pray with me about? Now, I like to close in prayer. Pray with me. Lord, as I continue in my day, help me to be attentive to your voice and movements, perceptive of the implications of what I hear for my life. Help me to be responsive to your invitation and receptive of the gift you are offering. Amen.